are listening to the Art of Kings podcast show, where our mission is to change the world through men's development. If you're interested in mastering self, building generational wealth, and creating an impactful legacy, then be sure to hit subscribe and join the strongest family on the face of the earth. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show. As always, I'm your host, Sion Stevens. Today, we have a really dope episode planned out before we jump into it. If you guys are not already part of the official Art of Kings community, all it takes to join is to subscribe, turn on your notifications, and engage with the content that we post not only across all of the podcast platforms, but on the social media platforms as well. You can find us on social media everywhere at underscore Art of Kings underscore. It's super important that you guys engage with the content there. We love to hear feedback from the community. That being said, let's jump into today's episode, man. So four ways to demand respect. And the reason I wanted to formulate this episode is because as I'm better understanding my role in business and as the head of companies, I don't always have to be the most knowledgeable in every field. Actually, I don't want to be the most knowledgeable in every field because then I wouldn't have to hire anybody. It would just be a bunch of work for me. And we not that's not what we're here for, right? We're trying to execute on visions. We're trying to execute on business strategies. And I want to hire people who are professionals in each field, who are the best in each field to carry out my vision and eventually make companies that are not only going to impact all the clients that it serves, but be the number one fucking competitor in the space. And that's what we're going for every single time. So what I realize is not only do I have to be the visionary behind the entire mission, and not only do I have to master all of my different various roles as the head of an organization, as the CEO. And we'll get into some of those things in later episodes. But one of the things is that I have to be the most respected. And I think just generally speaking, as a man in your house and everywhere you go, you want to be the most respected, not feared, not you know worshipped, none of that, the most respected. There's not a greater feeling than that. And so respect is not something that for me, um, I'm, you know, it's just not an option, right? And this is why I named the episode Four Ways That I Demand Respect. So we're just going to jump straight into it. You guys, if you listen to the podcast, you know how the solo episodes go. I'm just walking you guys through my journey of building the largest empire in American history. Let's get it. So the first thing is honesty. And this is something that I realized couple years back in my personal life and now I'm realizing how important it is in my business life right and there's this quote that I really like and it's darkness can't exist in the presence of light and so the way that that has been applied in my personal life is that when I was walking around with some level of darkness and when I say darkness I don't mean like depression or anything like that I just mean darkness in terms of you know some sort of lies, some things that I'm convincing myself of that aren't necessarily true or walking around in a way that, you know, is not completely me. I'm not genuinely my authentic self. And so, sure, that could bring about, you know, some sort of popularity, and you could fool a lot of people and make a lot of people think, like, you're better or a different way than what you actually are. And that boosts the ego and makes you feel some kind of way. But then the moment you come face-to-face with a genuine dude who's real, and who's just authentic, who's not lying, and who's like, this is what I am, this is what I'm here to do, and I'm going all the way in. 
dude who just gives no fucks about anything, then you're going to crumble no matter how cool you think you are, even if that person is not as popular as you, even if that person doesn't grant, if that person doesn't receive the same sort of attention as you, when it comes down to it one-on-one, when you guys are face-to-face, you are going to be the one who crumbles. Doesn't matter anything outside of it. Doesn't matter how much money they have. Doesn't matter anything. When y'all come face-to-face, you're going to crumble because darkness can't exist in the presence of light. And so when I learned that in my personal life, I kind of transitioned it over into business and now I'm super authentic and super genuine with my entire team. I'm very transparent about the directions that we're going, what I look to build. Even when I'm talking to you guys, when I say I'm looking to build the largest business empire in American history, like I'm not joking about that. That's something that I really take serious. Like this is my craft this is what I'm passionate about. I believe like I'm more passionate about it than anybody else. And that's something I genuine, genuinely believe. And I say that every single time. So as the pro, as the podcast and as the companies and everything start to progress, you guys can look back at these episodes and be like, damn, he really said that a while back. He was completely himself. He was true, even though, you know, at this age, at 21 years old, that sounds crazy. But when you look back, you can be like, damn, he, like, he was real from, you know, off rip years back. And that's going to bring about a level of, respect so everywhere i go i'm super authentic if i don't like the way something i don't like the way something is i'm gonna say something about it if i'm not comfortable with something i'm gonna say something about it my team i look them directly in the eyes and i tell them you can't continue to put work out like this like this has to change the work needs to be better or even if i have to fire somebody or if i have to just have any difficult conversations with myself i'm gonna do it for the sake of being honest right And the other thing is, even if you don't come to face with somebody who is a genuine, authentic person, it's going to come to light soon. Even if you don't crumble at the hands of somebody else, you'll crumble to yourself just by yourself in your room at night, just thinking about how you live in a facade and you're going to face imposter syndrome, which is, you know, you guys know what imposter syndrome is. You're going to face imposter syndrome and be like, I'm not the person who I who I seem to be. Right. I'm not really that dude who is who is bringing all this, you know, who's getting all this respect and attention or not even real respect, but this attention, this popularity. And these people look at me like I'm, you know, the the greatest thing. And I know I'm a fraud and that shit is going to get to you and you're going to crumble by yourself. So for me, honesty is always the best policy. (laughs) Honesty is always the way to go, bro, all the time, because even if your truth is you know, something that people might look down on. They're never going to look down on you as much for telling the truth as they are going to look down on you for lying. And when those lies get exposed, as they always will, then that's a lot of lost respect, not just to others because it's not about that, but for yourself, bro, for yourself. So honesty is one of the things that I really prioritize all the time to demand respect. And, of course, in business, if a competitor, like, asks for my next strategy, like, what's the next thing that we're going to be doing for the company to get ahead I'm not going to answer them I'm not talking about honesty like that I'm talking about things that you guys might be doing to bring you know more notoriety or to be more popular or to seem a way that you are not really for no reason other than your ego right I'm talking about that situation that that shit has to die that is not respectable I'll never respect a dude who moves like that next thing that I really am I say naturally but really make sure that I show to everybody in the business space that I'm super driven 
and uncompromised. So uncompromising, excuse me. Like I do not compromise for anybody or anything. I'm very driven when I set my sights on something like that's what I'm going for. And so I always have an intention regardless of where I am, even if it's just to hang out, even if it's just on a vacation to take a break. My intention is I'm a chill. If I set my eyes, if I set my sights on, I'm not doing any work, then I'm not doing any work. It doesn't matter what somebody says to me. It doesn't matter, you know, what happens. I'm not doing any work. I'm, I'm chilling. If I want a positive vibe, I'm dead set on that. And if somebody comes around with negativity when I'm set in on a positive vibe, I'm telling them, yo, get the fuck out of here with that negativity. Like, I'm chilling. My people are chilling. You got to go somewhere. And not everybody can do that, right? A lot of people have, when they have an intention, they're not dead set on it. They're not ruthless about it, which is what we're going to get into a little bit later. That's one of the last bullet points. But when I have my intention, especially in the business context, if I have a strategy I want to lay out, I'm going to, I'm going to execute on that strategy. I'm going to collaborate with the necessary people that I have to do. And I'm uncompromising. Like if it fails, it fails. Fine. I learned something. Lesson learned. I have to learn lessons to get to the level that I'm at. Sometimes I'm going to have to fail, but I'm uncompromising. I have a sight. I have a vision. I have a goal and I'm going for it all the time. And so I think too many of the times people compromise on their intentions and they just kind of drift around and whatever people say to them, they're like, oh yeah, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do this. Like, no, that's not respectable. No follower is going to respect somebody who's indecisive, who can easily be moved by the opinions of others, by the climate of society, anything like that. And that's something I've really, really learned. Even if I'm wrong, even if I'm wrong, people are still going to follow because I'm serious about it. Like, I'm dead serious about it. Like, I'll die for it. And a lot of times when I'm right, it's like, damn, this person is really a great leader. And again, it doesn't matter what people around me think. It'll be even if I don't have any team, I'm doing it by myself. People are like, yo, that's a person who like has somewhere to go. Somebody who has a vision, who has a mission. And if they don't have a vision or a mission of their own, which 99 percent of society doesn't. They're just going to follow you because they're like, oh, this is something that I can actually do with my life. I can follow this person. This person is going to lead me somewhere. So if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you're one of those people who probably have visions and probably have places that you guys want to go. If you're driven and uncompromising and you don't give a fuck and you just want to achieve your goals and you have an intention everywhere you go, whether it's vacationing, whether it's like in business, whether it's in whatever field you are in, if you set your sights on something and you're uncompromising to get there, then you are going to have followers. You might have some people who want to get in your way, but then that's when the phrase get down or lay down comes in, right? You can either be on my side or you can get trampled by me, (laughs) me and my team, or if it's no team, then just me, right? And so that's something that I really make clear everywhere I go. I have my sights set on something and that's what I'm focused on doing and nobody's going to get in the way of that. And if somebody does, then we'll see what happens from there. Next thing, embracing the awkward. So embracing awkward moments. And this is something I wanted to throw in because even me as the leader of companies and as somebody who has been a leader and somebody who's super ambitious and like just does everything to better myself and, and put myself in uncomfortable situations frequently, nothing becomes less awkward. Like conversations for me don't become less awkward. They become more tolerable maybe because I'm used to it, but it's always the same level of awkwardness, if that makes sense to you. So whenever I have to look somebody in their eyes and have a difficult conversation, I'm a little bit more comfortable with those feelings 
but the feelings aren't normally the same. It's normally awkward, right? It's normally an awkward situation. When I got to tell somebody, like, I don't like what you're doing, or if I have to call somebody out immediately, like, don't ever talk to me like that again. Don't ever talk to somebody on my team like that again. Don't talk to anybody in my family, my friends. Don't talk to anybody I know like that again, right? Conversations like that where you really just have to say something and maybe disrupt the 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 fake illusory piece that's going on, right? Because I think that there's like, and I don't want to stray too off topic, but I think that there's just a general kind of vibe about society where it's like you just tolerate things that you don't like just to keep the peace, right? Just to keep the peace. But at the end of the day, all of the people who are probably listening to this podcast who are really passionate and have a deep fire and, and you know, visions about how the world should be and how they want to carry themselves, they can't live in that, but they force themselves to. And I think that that's why a lot of people just end up, you know, snapping and doing crazy things. But either way is to avoid that and to not remain in an uncomfortable state for a long time, right? Tolerating something that you don't want to tolerate, things that you don't like, or watching somebody on your team do something that you know is not up to your standard, to the standard of your company or anything like that. You have to tell them right then and there, as soon as the thing comes up, not to do it again, or you have to tell them what you're thinking. So for me, the way I practice this is every time something makes me uncomfortable, no matter how big or how small, I speak on it immediately, immediately. And sometimes, yes, it's very awkward, bro. Sometimes it's very awkward, but a lot of people are going to respect that. Even if they don't realize it right then and there, they're going to respect it. The person you're talking to is definitely going to respect it because they're not even going to know what to say for the most part, right? A lot of people are not going to embrace an awkward situation and tell you exactly how they're feeling right as soon as an issue comes up. But if you do that, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now from experience, it feels amazing. You get it off your chest. And you're like, damn, I am like, like, I am the only reason that I've been feeling uncomfortable for so long. Right. So if you just nip these issues in the bud, the person you're talking to is going to have a level of respect. Understand that you're not the one to fuck with and everybody around is going to understand the same exact thing. And so when you correct somebody or when you tell somebody something you don't like, yeah, it's going to be a, like an awkward silence awkward moment but you just stand there it's up to the next person say whatever most of the time they're just gonna be like all right i like i understand my bad and in the slim small chance that they don't what's gonna happen they're gonna want to fight you fuck it if it comes down to that let's get busy (laughs) like whatever happens you guys are ready we do the work to to be prepared for the worst of situations if it comes down to it we ready are you that's the question and so it never is going to come down to that for real. But <laughs> what if it did? You know, we that upper echelon, we the ones who are ready for it. So I don't think motherfuckers want war. All right. Next thing. And this is the last bullet point for the day. You guys know the solo episodes are a little bit, a little bit shorter. You have to be ruthless and a killer. And I don't know if everybody who's watching or listening to this podcast is like that. But for the small percentage of you guys who really are, you have to be very open and clear about it. And for me, that's something that I used to struggle with because I used to have sympathy for people. Right. I used to I used to I don't even know if the word is sympathy. Right. If I know somebody has no chance of fucking with me in sports, in business, in whatever it is in like a conversation, right? If I know I'm talking to a dude who is clearly tense and uncomfortable and 
and nervous and, you know, like, even though I look everybody in their eyes when I'm speaking to them and I talk to people a certain way and I ask certain questions because I want to have, you know, actual powerful conversations. And I know it makes somebody uncomfortable because they haven't done whatever personal work they needed to do. I used to be like, hmm, maybe this is not the person to, 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 to do this with. Maybe this is not the person to have a conversation with. But slowly and slowly, I've grown out of that. And now if you're around me, you're going to understand exactly what I'm about. You're going to know that when you have conversations with me, this is how they're going to go. And especially, this is the biggest one, if you're a competitor in my space, you know I'm looking to take you out. And I'm very clear about that. And if you are in my way in some way, shape, or form, even if it's not a competitor in the space, even if it's a team member who is not performing up to the standards of the company or my standards, then you know you're going to have to get out of here. Right. Everybody's very clear that I am ruthless. Everything that I look to do, I'm so serious about it. I put it above everything else. I put it over. I put it over like literally everything else, bro. It's that important to me. It's that deep to me. And so because of that, I'm just starting to become more and more ruthless. It is what it is. And it's not a bad thing at all. It's not a bad thing at all, because at the end of the side, at the end of the day, you guys know what side I'm on. I'm not ruthless in the sense that, like, I want to fuck people over and all of that stuff. No, I'm ruthless on the side of I want to see more creativity. I want to see more love. I want to see, you know, better companies. I want to see things that are actually having more of an impact, things that you guys really enjoy, things that are making you, you know, your experiences in life more enjoyable and more fun and bringing in more positivity and doing things that actually make your life more, you know, easy, convenient, and actually helping people to, to break out of the, all the, like, you know, all the negative mindsets and thinking and so on and so forth. We're going to have a lot of companies and we're going to do a lot in the future, but you know, those are in short, a lot of the things that I hold close to my heart when I create companies and when I envision the empire and when it comes to everything that I look to build, those are things that I hold close to my heart. And so, yes, I'm fucking ruthless when it comes to that. I'm ruthless when it comes to that. I'm looking to kill anybody who opposes me. I'm not talking about literally kill, but I'm talking about literally like destroy you. If you have a company in the space that's competing with mine, I'm looking to make your company go bankrupt. I want all of your clients to switch over to be clients of my company. I want all of your listeners to switch over and be listeners of mine. And it doesn't mean I dislike you or I dislike the CEO. I learn from people who I look at as my biggest competitors. I actually love them. And if I were to meet them, I would say, yo, I love your work. You're a huge inspiration for me. But also know that I am going to be number one in this space. And it is just business. It's just the competitive nature of me. Everybody who I honor and respect the most, I feel like it is my duty to surpass them because they didn't have a... I'm trying to figure out how to put this. They didn't have a version of themselves to learn from when they were younger, right? They're doing this and they're elevating past whoever their mentors were and whoever they were inspired by, right? And so the only way we're going to continue to move up and advance and advance is if the next generation surpasses the next generation, if the next and the generation after that surpasses that generation, right? So every person who I learn from, who I'm inspired by, I look at it as, as the best way to pay you back is to surpass you, right? So I'm ruthless against anybody. That already knocks out the mentors, but everybody who are my peers, 
I love you guys all. We on the same mission. We doing the same things. But I look at you as a competitor and I'm looking to take you out. So, you know, <laughs> this goes for a lot of things. But what I'm basically saying is no matter what your field is, no matter what you were trying to do, if you're serious about it, you're going to end up being ruthless. You're going to have to be a killer. That's what's going to have to happen. And this is one way that you really bring or gain a lot of respect. Because if somebody else is a killer, let's say you a killer, I'm a killer. We come face to face. I'm going to instantly have respect because I know that you're passionate about something to be ruthless about it. And so I respect you because I'm on that same mission. And I know there's not a lot of us. And so, yes, we could compete at times, but you probably also outside of that would be one of my closest friends. I got a lot of respect for people like that. And the majority of society who are not like that, they're just going to follow you. They're just going to follow the people like us. That's just what's going to end up happening. And so, so let's say those are the four things that I've really been thinking a lot about as far as respect as a CEO, as a founder, and as a competitor in the business space goes, as somebody who leads teams and is going to just be leading more and more teams in the future, these are four things that I've really been focusing on. I'm sure we'll make another episode with a couple more things, but that's all I got for y'all today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, 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 oh